What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Opus Podcast. This is our podcast on Raveling Songs. My name is Josh Kumar. Lana Holgado cannot make it for this episode. We decided to celebrate Pride Month by giving our gay hosts the uh, day off, but it's cool. Uh, y'all already know what it is, though. This is the Indie Artist Spotlight, where we bring you the best and the brightest that the streets have to offer. And folks, today, from the great state of Texas... We got one of them with us over Zoom. He's a singer, rapper, and songwriter. Please give it up for Firas. What up, what up? And glad to have you on, man. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So first thing we got to talk about, um, you know, every brown boy thinks he can rap. Uh, What was the point, though, where you actually figured out, oh, I got some, like, skill. I got some style here. (laughs) When I was rapping with my brown friends and I realized I was better than them. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Um, I like that. I mean, to be fair, I feel like, like, I really am a fan, like, of hip hop and rap, like, deeper than just like a surface level fan. Like, I really do. Like, my favorite artists, I really go deep into these discographies. and I really listen to what they have to say. And uh, I don't know, I'm just like, such a big fan that I always felt like if I tried hard enough that I could, I'd be able to pick it up. I got you. Yeah. Uh, So you started first releasing music, straight up first of uh, January, 2021. How did that process uh, sort of come together where like, you're like, oh, I want to actually like put something out, get something out for people to listen to? Yeah, so I mean, 2020, we all got locked in the house. And at that point I kind of was like, I'd always wanted to try it. So I was like, why not just give it a shot? Um, so I guess I kind of spent 2020 like perfecting that, like not even perfecting, just like honing that craft and just like even learning how to like record songs and like, write better and stuff so I spent 2020 it's like at bad just practicing and then um I was like you know what? let's just like start 2021 clean slate uh so January 1st hit and I was like all right this is gonna be the year where I just take it to that next that next level take that next step that's awesome man yeah you're pretty prolific uh you know most indie artists we have on they'll try to like get like a couple releases out in a year you were able to knock out seven which is very impressive yeah I kind of wanted to I honestly, I wish I could have done what could have done even more. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess I just wanted to keep like momentum going and people get bored easily these days. So. Oh, definitely. Got you there. Um, so like when it comes to putting together a song, uh, what's your creative process like? Like, how do you uh, go from like pen to waveform, as you said, in one of your songs? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, I just like, I'm just listening to beats like constantly, like all day. And I can tell pretty quickly, like when the, within the first like 10 seconds, I can feel the beat out and know like if, like if it sparks something in me instantly, the song will just come out of me. Like, and I won't even have to try that hard. But if it feels forced and I, I know it's not going to work. So like generally like I'll hear a beat and I can already like hear the melody. I guess some like random words, even if it's gibberish will come out of my mouth and I'll be able to kind of turn that into something. Um, and I'll just kind of like take it line by line of like what I want to talk about or, you know, if I really need to, I'll pull out like just like my notes app on my phone, just like write down some ideas. I got you. So mostly though, you're just like trying to catch the beat first and like yeah, whatever yeah, comes to mind. Sure. I, I mean, I have like a ton of just like random bars and ideas and that kind of on my phone, just like looking for a home. And so sometimes I'll hear a beat. I'm like, oh, maybe these these lines would work well on here. So, but generally I'll hear a beat and then try to apply something on it. I got you. That's really cool. Yeah, I found that super interesting just because uh, a lot of your lyrics are a little bit more like intricate than, you know, your average like SoundCloud rapper. Like you got 
Sibley's metaphors references like going crazy there. So with that kind of stuff, that's just coming off the top or is that the kind of things that pulling out the notes app working on? Yeah. Yeah. Those, those are coming off the notes app. Uh, I mean, sometimes I'll be in the moment. I'll think of some bars and I'm like, oh, and I'll like go on a roll, but uh, I definitely got some, <clears throat> definitely got some bars stored in the notes app. Uh, and yeah, yeah. I mean, I try to try to keep it a little, a little intricate, not just like super surface level, like rhyme schemes or anything, but yeah, know. definitely. I mean, definitely reflects in your music there. Um, Thank you. I did, before we get to like your official, like release Spotify stuff, I did want to talk a little bit about uh, some of the freestyles you've been throwing up on uh, IG and uh, TikTok. One thing that like I'm super impressed with is, you know, that stuff's not stuff you're turning into like songs, at least I don't think so. Um, but it's still got like a pretty, you do a really cool thing where you highlight uh, the different references and stuff. So you know, the average person can still like keep track and see like everything that you're putting in there. How do you know, basically, like when you're uh, writing something, you're putting it together, like this is something I want to just like burn for social versus like this is something that I want to keep for like an actual track. Yeah. So like I would say for the songs that I have out, like for my actual music, I like to keep somewhat of like a cohesive like theme. Like I like the lines to like relate and like flow into one another. So like, if I can come up with some like cohesive like idea and some like concept and I'll throw that into a song. The freestyles usually come from like if I have just like not necessarily like throwaway bars, but like I mean I guess kind of throwaway bars like bars that like didn't make it to songs like I'm not using and they're just kind of like stranded like one liners. I'll just like string a bunch of them together and then throw that into a freestyle um so that they just don't go completely unwasted. I got you there. Uh I did want to like I did want to ask uh, where you got that Spider-Man beat from, just because that was like all oh, yeah. the other ones were pretty cool. That was like really distinct, though. Yeah, no, I found this producer online, actually, and he had already made um, that beat, like that Spider-Man themed beat. And like Spider-Man movie was like going crazy. Everyone was talking about it. So I knew I wanted to do something with it. Mm. Um, so I literally just like looked it up and was like, oh, this is like, perfect. That final like I am C-U-R double R Y. I just that that just killed me. I was like, damn. My guy. <laughs> so I think like that's pretty cool though. Uh that you try to keep it like more as a cohesive uh element when it comes to your songs. Cause I think like all of them sort of had their unique character. Um, you know, it's like really just a completely different experience when you're jumping from like song to song almost. So uh, I wanted to talk about like a couple of them there. Like your biggest one, I think uh, right now is All or Nothing. Yeah, it's all or nothing. Special from the start, yeah, you got some. Come close, you can feel my heart running. Nobody's perfect, but you ain't far from it. Let's go anywhere you want, I know. So don't put on a front, oh girl. I think you're on a roll, I think you're on a something. Let's go. Yeah, that one came together. So that song was interesting because it kind of revolved around the collab. Um, so the artist on there, Kid Travis, who sings that chorus, um, a really nice melody. I knew I wanted to work with him because I liked his voice so much. Uh, so I kind of, we already knew that we were going to do a song together. And then it kind of became a matter of like, all right, well, what's the song going to be? So, I mean, I personally love things with like a bounce to it. And that beat instantly had that like kick and that groove that made me want to like, just like bob my head.
you how it is Life is like a movie and I'm trying to write the script Give the scene a chance before But yeah, I mean that beat came together I knew it was going to be in the realm of like kind of like love song a little like flirty um, and that's kind of like Kid Travis's lane too he's really really good at that mm-hmm. so uh yeah I mean uh, we went through a couple different beats and then I came across that one I sent him that one and he was like yeah this is like the best one and so yeah and I sent that to him he did his chorus on it he sent it back to me I was like wow this is insane and then I was just I was just trying to keep up from there <laughs> I got you. the energy yeah yeah definitely uh, so with that one I guess like and probably speaking with all these ones are you like finding the beats out just like going online do you have like specific producers you hit up like yeah I would say like yeah I mean going online looking for different producers and beats um a lot of producers are I mean just looking for artists to collab with uh, as mm-hmm. I'm looking for producers to collab with so I'll kind of like or a lot of producers will also like will send me like beat packs so I'll have like a pack of, like 10 20 beats and I'll like listen to those and find one that I like um kind of just depends i mean beat star is obviously really popular these days mm-hmm. and yeah okay that's awesome what's your setup like when it comes to recording this kind of stuff like um is it all just like home studio <laughs> yeah actually so, so you gotta get a bit of like a demo setup here i got like my mic got my like interface so got have a bit of a studio a bit of a setup here at home um enough to like get something um like enough to like if I'm at home and I have an idea I can get it out like instantly which like I want and like it sounds pretty good um so I'll record here I'll get a pretty good draft here and then from here I'll take it to my buddy who lives in the area too he has kind of like a more like I mean professional high-end studio at his place mm-hmm. um and that's where we'll really like get everything mixed mastered um I'll record there if I need to um and yeah he that that's where we really the magic really happens I got you. So it's more like demos, like where you're at and then yep. bring that over. Yeah, yep. I was about to say, because like you got a pretty professional sound, um, like more so than like typical indie artists. Yeah, yeah. My engineer, um, I mean, I just got lucky, uh, found him. Actually, I went through a few different engineers and I mean, it wasn't, I mean, it was like cool, but I knew I could do better. And I really wanted to invest a lot in that sound because of what you just said. I know that like as a newer upcoming artist, if it sounds like you're new and upcoming, like it's hard to be taken seriously. So I knew that it was really important um, to sound like, have like a professional sound. Yeah, so no, I mean, I just found a great engineer. He had a ton of experience. Um, and we've kind of got this nice like flow of like how things work and we work well together now. So that's been good. I got you. Yeah, shout out your engineer. Yeah, yeah, shout out the boy Big Row. <laughs> Big Row, all right. <laughs> you got like a bunch of collabs really early on. Sounds like you found some like professional people uh, to help you out. Like, how did you just like get into this world so quickly? I feel like the name of the game is just shooting your shot. Um, even like with everything and everything in music, is just constant, like reaching out and DMs. And like, if you throw something at the wall enough times, eventually it's going to stick like at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, just like a lot of reaching out. Um, it's also a bit of like, like, <clears throat> I mean, I like to think that nobody has collabed with me just for the sake of like getting off a of verse that they actually, I guess, like saw something or like a little bit of potential or like they thought they would fit well on the song. Um, so I have a song called Level Up with Dre Waves. I think he was like the first feature I had. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, he's 
a lot more established than I am as well. So his was also, <clears throat> I actually had did a verse for him, uh, which was crazy because at the time I didn't think I'd be doing verses for anybody. <laughs> um, and then, so he, he was able to do one for me back. Um, <clears throat> and then on Still Sleeping, uh, Karolanka, they're just homies now. So that was kind of just like a friendly thing. I would do one for them as well. So yeah, it's just about like building those relationships, establishing those uh, like connections with people. Yeah, it all goes back to networking and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome, man. I did want to talk a little about uh, still sleeping, because um, that one. Uh, well, first off, with all your uh, like instrumentals and stuff like that, you seem to like really like the horns. I think. I wanna know who still got doubts, cause the bars come hard, but I still got bounce. I've been counting up the money, but I still lost count. Trying to keep me in my lane, but I still got routes. I got fans up north, but I'm still down south. It's been how many years, and I still got clout. Look, I'm the one they having conversations about, and they throwing curveballs, but I straighten them out. This is the way the beat drops. I just like, just like a natural like instinct to just like go in, like it just like <clears throat> some beat just made me want to like, like snap. I got you. Uh, so I mean. So that, like, that's kind of a verse where like I'm focusing on like it's like like flex bars I like to call it just like braggadocious lines mm-hmm. yeah so I was like I know I just want to go all in and then when it came to the chorus it's really just like first thing that comes to mind type of deal I was like I mean I, I, I like I just spit like a crazy verse and I feel like they're still sleeping on me so still sleeping how they still sleeping everybody's waiting on you still sleeping how they still sleeping I really liked uh, Life Gave Me Lemons and I opened up the stand. Uh, hey. I squeezed out bars and it turned into a Minute Mate. Like that was um, like, that was just such a crazy flow on that one there. Uh, do you just remember like how you came up with it? Was that Notesap or was that just like off the top? Yeah, yeah, that was Notesap. That's, I mean, yeah, that, that's one of my favorite lines I've ever put into a song, I think. If not my favorite, um, that Lemonade scheme. Started writing raps, had to check my image, but I work at a bank, so they always had interest. How am I working for the man and trying to build a brand? Life gave me lemons and I opened up a stand. I squeeze out bars, then I serve you a minute made. I should be featured on Lyrical Lemonade. Every song a different I don't even know. I just thought of it one day, or maybe I was watching a Lyrical Lemonade, Cole Bennett mm-hmm. video, and I just like flipped it. And I had those lines like in my phone somewhere. And then when it came to the still sleeping beat, I like heard it. I'm like, oh, like I need, I need a like at that part of the beat, I was like, I need a like crazy bar here. So like, oh, this is perfect to like just place right here. So it's just like, I just see it as like a puzzle. I'm just like putting the pieces in. I got you. Yeah. That that was honestly the song that kind of like turned me on to you as an artist. Uh, Cause you know, I, I found out from you about you from uh, our, like, I think friend of the show, uh, So Hill. Um, yeah, yeah. You might know. Yeah. Yeah. He posted uh, one of your freestyles and I was like, oh, okay. I like this guy's stuff. And then I was listening to that song and I was then uh, in that one, I was like, oh, Every like other like rapper, when I like try to listen to some of them who are like Indian coming up, there's like, you know, so much of this fake hood persona where they're like trying to like, yeah, yeah. you know, just, just be something they're not. And listening to you, you actually turned like your whole like upbringing and your like life and stuff like that. And into like something that was a flex bar, which uh, I thought was pretty cool. That's just like, you know, making really just making something uh, out there that like most people will kind of overlook. Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely, I mean, my first priority is to just, I guess, like, talk about, like, what's real to me. And I know that if I tried something fake like that, it wouldn't, like, last long. Like, I feel like people see through that. I wouldn't feel that the music wouldn't come across authentic at all. You would hear to my tone, my voice, if I was talking about something that, like, I wasn't really living. I got you, definitely. Uh, so when it came to Karolanka's verse on that one there, um, so, like, you know, this is, how do you, this is your song, like, what sort of creative control do you exercise if any or do you just like let them spit out 
Yeah, in this case, I just, I sent him what I had and I was like, I mean, go crazy, do like add as much as you want, you know, it's like, because then it's easier to like strip away as opposed to you not giving me enough and we're trying to fill in space. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, just go, go crazy on it, do whatever you want, post course first, add, add everything. Um, and I mean, luckily I didn't need to like change anything or change much if, yeah, I don't think I needed to change anything. And I mean, I would have, if I felt the need to like, if my vision was a little bit different or like, if I even wanted to like rearrange anything or change anything, or like, I would have just like texted and be like, Oh, could you like do this? Maybe this a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that case, I mean, you just sent it back and I was like, well, this, I just felt like it was like a perfect addition to like. It, like wrapped up that song really nicely. Student of the game, my environment ruthless, but they refuse to show love if it counts as lucrative. So motherfuck these plants, let's get down to the root of it. Drop it, spitting dumb punches, but my counterintuitive. Uh, the light of the flu in the dark of the day. Start to decay my innocence, alarm with the praise. Tailor made for the art in exchange, but so swift to do your dirty dish of brawn over brains. Yeah, my foot down, I keep pushing. Like... Moving on to like some of your other discography though. Uh, so talk about the horns again. You got that song, uh, Damn Song. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Look, I put the cleanest flows on the dirtiest beats. Match made in heaven, put them in luxurious suites. Honeymoon phase coming on its 30th week. It's a life bid headed to my permanent peak. Fast and furious speed, a couple hundred on the dashboard. Speeds on NASCAR, didn't need a crash course. What else do they want? Cause I did what they asked for. College and a job, now I'm building me a platform. I don't it's, it's that same like groove. I mean, it's slower than still sleeping, but it has that same like, I don't know, like when I first heard it, I couldn't resist, but just like, it's like stank face almost. And then I'm just like, my head is in it when that beat drops. And then, yeah, the chorus is kind of like reflective of that. It's like, damn son. It's like, that's kind of how I like, that's how I feel. Mm. So uh, when you're writing these songs, uh, are you like going verse first? And then after all that, you like put the chorus in or? Yeah, yeah, I would say in those songs, uh, I am because, yeah, in those songs, the the verses come first, so, um, and I know that, like, if I can get a really strong, like, verse, and, like, if I can use that to transition to, like, a good chorus, I don't really, like, I know I have, like, a, a great song that I'm going to release. Oh, no, no, oh, no, now they asking me, damn, son, how you keep making these damn thumbs? I make the wishes thing grand promise none of this is random the lady's asking me damn son when'd you get tall and handsome i gotta ghost them danny fandom but i'll let you join the fandom yeah i'm kind of curious like how your process comes when uh it's like writing catchy hooks and stuff like that so like how do you just sort of feel out that melody right there or does it just kind of like hit you and then like with the damn son one like i think it yeah i mean i it's weird. I don't know how to explain it. I just like it, that part in the song comes like, so I, I have the mic on, like it's recording and I'm just like going through the song and I'm essentially, I'm just like freestyling a little bit. Like that part comes, I say like, damn son. Like that's what like most naturally comes out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm like, anthems, like, and it just like goes from there. Um, usually though, with like, like still sleeping, I'll definitely do like the melody first. It's like, I'll, I hear that beat. And then I'm like, like i literally like record myself doing that melody and then i'll like fill in the words i got you Uh, yeah so i see like you've been doing a lot of like more live shows and stuff like that how does this sort of change when you take it like out of the studio you're performing it um in front of people definitely crazy yeah so i just did a live show uh what was like two days ago now um here in austin 
uh and i mean i love doing like those songs that you mentioned those are like my favorite songs those are the best songs to do because i mean one the energy is so high mm-hmm. and the energy is so contagious that like every time like a lot of people are who are in the audience and they don't know the song like they're already dancing to it because the beat is like so contagious mm-hmm. and then another great thing about those songs is it's so easy to get the crowd like engaged and have them participate especially like like damn son like by the by the second chorus they're all like hitting that damn son with me like we're all like saying it together and like same with still sleep and like they learn like i i literally like will teach them the song i'll teach them the chorus like as i'm going and i'll have them like yell it back at me so uh yeah no those are those are fun ones to do uh true yeah uh i remember <laughs> listening or hearing that uh vin staples so like some of his music like um big fish he wrote specifically because uh he was thinking about like the crowds at Coachella and stuff like that so that would be like an easy one that you can sort of like teach the crowd who like might not be there to see you but they can just sort of like vibe along with it um and I'm kind of wondering like how much do you are you thinking about your audience when it comes to like writing these songs and like putting that together I mean I'm definitely thinking about it I know like some songs are going to work better than others I mean that's just like how, how it goes of course um I wouldn't say if I'm making a song I really like and I'm like, oh, like this one wouldn't sound that good live. Um, I wouldn't say that's going to stop me from anything. Um, it's more so just like if I'm doing a song and I'm like, oh, this is going to sound really good live. It's just even more motivation to keep going. And then another thing I've learned, that I guess seems obvious. And I just didn't realize it at first is like the bit of challenge that comes with performing songs that have features on them, like Still Sleeping, for example. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't have Carol Lockett here with me to... Uh, perform that song obviously so I'll kind of just like repurpose some of those Instagram uh reels like some of those freestyles mm-hmm. just kind of like tweak it modify it make make it fit on the beat a little bit and then I'll just kind of like go out and do that as the second verse um which was like something I had to realize because I was like oh well now I just have this like spot open so I mean it's just something to be like mindful of like when I'm making a song now it's just like okay well I'm gonna if I'm gonna have a feature on here I gotta be kind of mindful of like how I'm gonna do this live and how this is all going to work you know so just i got you yeah so uh last song i wanted to get to uh because i think like you know this sort of speaks to um you did have like a line on damn song where you're like uh you know uh i'm just too versatile to like stick to one flow um and then or or stick to one style and i think like the song coffee shop kind of like really encapsulates like your full range because you got your like whole like braggadocio stuff you got like your weekend um like hits there with uh, all or nothing coffee shop kind of hit me as like oh this guy's actually a storyteller like this guy knows how to like piece together something like a cinema almost pretty little thing from the coffee shop work out of stress she don't talk a lot time flies by she don't watch the clock with me yeah she don't strike me as the type for the bragging and boasting even though she better and she knows it sitting at the table we'll be laughing and joking then ask me why i always seem to lack the emotion Cause with the way I move, I'm bound to fly away. I'm bound to fly away. Uh, yeah, I mean, process came together pretty similarly. I mean, heard the beat pretty much instantly. Loved that beat. I was like, this is crazy. I mean, the horns, horns come in, uh, as you know, <laughs> I feel about the horns. Um, and I knew I wanted to like, I mean, I knew that wasn't, I wasn't going to be like, it wasn't going to be a braggadocious song. I knew it was going to be something more, you know, vibey, a little bit slower, um, which I guess forced me to sing a little bit. And I mean, I'm just like, I feel like I'm influenced by like a lot of different artists. And 
a lot of different styles, mm-hmm. which kind of shows, which comes out in my music because like, I, mean, I love rapping, but, and I do, I would characterize myself like primarily as a rapper, mm-hmm. but like, I mean, this next song I'm dropping, I'm pretty much singing like fully. Mm-hmm. So like, I still do love like that style, like of like R&B and like pop. Um, I think it just like hits, I can hit certain pockets and I can like evoke certain emotions that I can't necessarily do with rapping. So it's, I think it's important for me to like have those different like styles um, and then like, even like combine them uh, every now and then. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. This one was a lot more like Drake influence. I felt. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. And I know. What you think can't afford the same mistakes I know Trust I know I know what's on your mind Think we're running out of time to attend to These deadlines that been due I didn't call back but I meant to Did you see the text that I sent you? One thing I was just curious about Was this like completely like made up? Was this like based on a real experience? <laughs> I wouldn't say whatever that like the story is, I wouldn't say it was literally a coffee shop, but more so like just the idea of like this, I mean, like girl kind of like head in the book. Mm-hmm. I guess coffee shop was just the setting I chose to tell that story. But I mean, it's, I, anything like kind of like a library or like anything like that. Yeah, yeah. And I guess almost just like pulling this like side of her or trying to like relate or, or get on that level and trying to just like, I don't know, like make a connection with somebody who's uh, kind of like focused elsewhere. Yeah. So it's more like emotionally true kind of idea there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I would say the coffee shop is just kind of like... Uh, I mean, it's a good setting, man. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It also had like, I think uh, all of your um, out, like single covers and stuff like that are great. But coffee shop, that one actually makes me look thirsty. I'm like, oh, dang. That's not the Starbucks. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Some of my boys, uh, my boys, Cy. Cy and Kendall there, they're crazy with the cover arts. Um, they help me a lot with those. They're really nice with the, uh, the graphic design. And I mean, that's a big part of it as well. Like I want a really nice cover art because that's an, one of the first things like people see about a song. So want mm-hmm. to stand out. Yeah. Yeah. Top to bottom. It feels like your entire thing is like really professional. Um, you know, you're not like kind of phoning it in for uh, this kind of stuff here. I'm just kind of curious when it comes to like putting together these uh, like cover arts and stuff like that. Uh, are you like texting them ideas like sketches? Um, or are they coming to you with ideas after they hear the song? Like, how does that work? Yeah, a little bit of both. It's funny, actually. We've just been like, we're doing that right now. We're doing that all yesterday. Um, usually I will, I mean, I'll, I'll finish the song. I'll send it to them. Um, when I make a song, I mean, I obviously have like a vibe and like, I know kind of like what the song looks like visually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I always am curious to hear what they think first um, before I even say anything, just like an unbiased. Um, and then I would say like, we kind of just like bounce ideas. And then from there, um, kind of agree on something and then they have great ideas like for the damn son one that one i literally sent them that song and uh and then my my boy came back to me like with that sketch like with my like this and yeah, yeah. like gold um and i was like yeah i mean like this is it like this is damn son in a cover so, so i mean sometimes it's like that it's just like quick quick and easy yeah uh, and i'll just go like take the picture or um if there's no picture needed we'll just mess around with the graphics of it like coffee shop i got you 
That's awesome, man. I uh, did want to give you like a little bit of time to talk about your new song that you got coming up, uh, Thousand Nights, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, okay, so One Thousand Nights should be out uh, 610. All right, so um, go pre-save so, in the description. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go pre-save that uh, just in time. Um, yeah, One Thousand Nights, I love that song. Um, to me, I kind of describe that song as a combination between All or Nothing and Coffee Shop. I don't know why. That's just how I see it. It has that same like kick to it, that nice groove. I'm kind of I'm I'm floating on that track. Uh, as I, as I mentioned, it's a lot a lot of singing on that one. Um, which I mean I, I don't like think I'm like the best singer ever, but like I, I think I can get by in like certain pockets and certain styles. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean yeah, that's like a it's another like real song, and like I'm talking about just kind of like that feeling of wanting to like like that feeling of like feeling stuck and wanting to like change things, not knowing what yet uh, necessarily i've stayed up one thousand nights trying to figure out this life convince myself one thousand times that i won't ever make things right i live for the blur before things clear but everything's the same as it was last year scared i'm losing fear think i'm out of here I guess that I don't know where I'm going, but I'm gone. It really felt like anthem of like early 20s where like, you know, especially like I feel like us, like, you know, we hit the pandemic, like as we were like graduating and stuff like that, Um, you know, so like we started adult life, like kind of like still in the middle. Uh, So a lot of like the progress we like, you know, actually made just kind of feels like we've been spinning our wheels. so the song yeah. definitely like, speaks to that idea. Yeah, no, for sure you nailed it. That's exactly kind of like the feeling that I was trying to trying to capture. Awesome, man. All right. Uh, so we're trying to do something a little bit different here on the Opus podcast. Uh, you know, this ain't Shade Forty Five, so we don't we don't got the full five fingers of death <laughs> right here. But we we got one finger. We got one finger. So we'll see. Uh, see, you know, you can kick us freestyle right here. This was a. Uh, Kenny beats in the cave with Vince Staples right here. <laughs> kind of okay, beat. dope, dope. I'll yeah. play for a second just to let you. Uh... Mm. Oh, right. oh, okay. Let, let me restart it so that way. You gotta... Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, just take oh, your time. Boy. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I swear it's like they built me in a factory with unlimited battery. Life has been moving rapidly ever since my four years of fun ended randomly. I've been reminiscing more than parties in the chapter me. Switch to school faculty, could take a look and actually see the kids can do more than just go make a salary. Not to say I did bad, cause either way I get cash. Either through the raps you're getting paid to make these web apps. Either way I'm saving for that PJ jet black. Flying to wherever that I see success at. Wanna be widely received, DK, Metcalf. Can't avoid the setbacks, but I refuse to get sacked. Even if that means I gotta take a couple steps back and smoke these other rappers they like walking cigarette packs all they see is smoke coming right out of my jetpack i'm headed to the moon and back they're really about to get left yeah you whack rappers yeah. y'all that's that was sick bro oh thank man thank you damn maybe i should i should drop that verse or something <laughs> yeah uh I'll, <laughs> I'll clip that one man you you gotta post that, that oh that yeah yeah just... yeah 
All right. That was awesome, bro. I'm I'm really happy that worked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ho- hope that comes out nicely on your end. Uh, I'll definitely, yeah, definitely clip that for me. Perfect, bro. Perfect. All right. Uh, so we like to close out with a little bit of a rapid fire round here at the Opus Podcast. All right. So first off, who's your dream artist collab? That is tough. <laughs> I feel like people have like a pretty like quick answer for this. I, uh, I just want to work with all of them. I just want to work with everybody. <laughs> and I mean, I would say when I first started like listening to rap and like getting into the scene, I was listening to like a lot of J. Cole and like his like storytelling and his lyricism really like inspired me like early on when I started. Mm-hmm. So I would say that would be like a great full circle like moment for me. Like, I mean, that would just be like a dream come true. Just like getting on a song with him. Oh, definitely. What's your favorite Cole album? I mean, I hate to be that guy, but it's got to be Four Sales Drive. Um, right. I mean, yeah. and that, that came around, that came out when I was like a junior in high school, which is like, like that album is what like got me in all this. Like, I would say like, I mean, I've, I've like, the, that's the first like vinyl I got it. I got the record right here. Like that album, like <laughs> inspired all of this, honestly. So I got you, man. That. All right. So I'm, I'm going to save this one for like, two years down the road when you actually are collabing and oh, then yeah, I'll just yeah, be posting yeah. it up. <laughs> all right. That's cool. Uh, all right. Who you got as your, uh, who's your top five? My top five. I got uh, like my favorite top five or is my, I mean, or who I think like the goats nah, uh, are. Make it your favorite top five. top five. My favorite top five. I mean, I mean, Kendrick, Cole, and Drake, I mean, occupied that top three for me, uh, mm-hmm. kind of basic, but I mean, and then I'm a huge uh, uh, JID fan. Yeah, he is crazy. I'm also on, he's on J. Cole's label, Dreamville. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I really like, uh, I really like Pusha T as well. It's kind of random. I don't know, but. Yeah. Uh, now nah, he was good. That uh, yeah, yeah. It's almost dry. was. I think like yeah, second I know, house dropping. I know, dude. Like people, that's who they're really still sleeping on. Like that album was insane. Front yeah. To back. Yeah. Him, I'm just like stunned by because he's like 40 something, like 44. And he's still like going at it with like he's hungry. So. Yeah, dude. I'm like, and like his like, I mean, his like subject matter revolves around like the same like ID, obviously. And he's he still found a way to make it like interesting over like decades and found like a new way to keep talking about like his past and like, you know, like the things he did. So I just find it incredible. Yeah. No, mad respect, mad respect for Pusha. Uh, All right. Who's your, uh, you know, uh, you can say either favorite producer, like top three producer, but whichever Mm -hmm. one, I know you'd be listening to instrumentals. So you got to have, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a good, uh, that's a good question, actually. Um, I gotta go with damn, so many goaded producers. The producer game is uh, as as crazy as the rap game with how many like legends there are. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Madlib. Goaded. I'm gonna have to go with Kanye. Hmm. Uh, and. Uh, I would say 40 as well. I mean, Drake's producer, like that, mm-hmm. that like lo fi sound that he has kind of popularized. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that, like, like the RB music that they, they were making really like resonated with me. And I was like, I don't know, I just really love his production as well. Yeah. 
honestly, I feel like it, it's kind of weird, but in like, especially in like internet and like online, like hip hop culture, like Drake and like, you know, his whole team, they don't get enough credit. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I hate to be that like, like typical like fanboy. Yeah. But I mean, like the sound is crazy. So, I mean, yeah. like what the, what they've done over the last decade is unparalleled almost. So. Oh yeah, no, they they make the sound that like that's yeah. on the radio now. Yeah, who's like who's a person you like to catch beef with? Like, <laughs> person I want to catch beef with? Yeah, like a rapper. Anybody? I mean, yeah, rapper probably. But you know, if you want to catch no, beef with Lady Gaga, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> Lady Gaga, we got mad beef. Uh, <laughs> do I want to catch beef with? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm really in a position to causing problems with anybody like that <laughs> hey man this could cut, it could make you blow up but yeah it, no, if you want to be diplomatic that's cool that's cool i respect take that shots. uh i mean i guess i'm more like like if, if anybody had something to say i would be more than happy to like engage mm. um i would i mean honestly that'd be like a fun time i think like, I, I would you. love to have like kind of a, a back and forth like that but like fueled by something like not like super serious but like there's a little something there like real enough for me to like want to say something to respond or i mean yeah no i got you maybe something like the austin game yeah yeah some of these some of these austin rappers got something to say about me <laughs> <laughs> all right man i mean I, i'd be scared to come at you so i don't know if anybody's yeah. gonna do that oh, shit. okay um what's your like uh what's your dream venue to headline hmm I mean, we have our Austin City Limits Music Festival here um, every year at Zilker Park. It's huge. Um, and I mean, I've been going to it for years just as a the audience member. So I think if I ever got to like touch that stage, that would be like, that'd be a beautiful moment for me. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that would mean a lot for sure. I got you, got you. All right, what's, what would be like the accomplishment that would like let you know that you like made it in music? think like I don't know I think if I ever got the acknowledgement or like respect or I mean even just the acknowledgement of like someone I looked up to or like any one of those like artists I named or like um or I mean like any artist I respect like period um I'd be like okay like I have something here um and I'm not just crazy uh, I'm like if, if they see it too then like I know it's real I got you yeah, that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Uh, can you do any, like, uh, any impressions of uh, any artists? This is something we have to ask, like, everybody. But uh, Yeah, I mean, like, just in general general, or, like, their rapping style or? Uh, either or, man. Either or. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would say Drake would be, like, one of the easiest. I mean, he's easily, like, he's definitely, like, a goofy dude. Like, he comes, mm -hmm. up, comes off on some, like, Y'all, man, like we out here, like, like, that. like you know, that's like how he comes across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know, like, at what point it's like acting, what point, like, the lines are a little blurred. It's just like there's the yeah. persona. Um, I think that just might be him, like, at this just, point. Yeah, yeah, it's just kind of like the idea. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, all, all these other guys are pretty, pretty, uh, I mean, like GID will go like super, like, high pitched nasally. Like, if I rap, if I, if I were to rap like him, I would go kind of like into that like Kendrick like lane almost a bit where I'm like 
like ten it ten it ten it like a yeah. little bit like high pitch at some points. Uh, but yeah. I got you. I mean, I, I would love to hear that on a track, but <laughs> <laughs> shit, maybe I'll have, have to bring it out. I got you. All right. Uh so we end on same question that we always uh try to ask here. Uh you planning on submitting um thousand nights for Grammy consideration? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh what's even the I wonder what the like uh requirements like. So we figured like this is kind of like a joke question to lead into like the final thing, but um, we had a guest who actually was just like, oh yeah, I was submitted. And we're like, wait, how did you do that? So like, if you um, know somebody who's like in the recording Academy uh, or like has some kind of connection or something, they could just submit it. Uh, and even if you don't get picked, apparently you get a free ticket to the Grammys. So, you know, yeah. Which she turned okay. down too, which uh, I was very mad at her for that. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell her to hit me up. We'll uh, do a song <laughs> together. We'll, we'll submit it for the Grammys, and I'll show up. <laughs> yeah, no, <man. laughs> get a we'll get an Opus collab coming up. All right, all right. No, it's it's cool. It's cool. I know you don't want to like crowd out Kendrick's Thunder. Uh, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Don't want to. Him and Pusha drop good albums this year. I should probably just let them have it. Yeah, yeah. Time. You'll yeah, you'll take it next time. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know, you're humble, man. I get it. Uh, but look, in preparation, y'all know what it is. This is the Opus podcast where we try to lift up bring you the best in the brightest streets have to offer, prepare them for that next level when you are going to be on that Grammy stage. So, you know, in preparation for that, why don't you give your Grammy speech for a thousand nights? Oh man, my Grammy speech. Don't pretend like you didn't think about it. <laughs> oh, it's definitely been thought about before. Uh, no, no, this is perfect. Cause like, I'm going to butcher it right now, just like how I would at the actual Grammy. <laughs> it's like authentic. Um, no, nah, man, I would literally, bro, I'm going to be up there. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to try to act hard. I'll be up there like tears falling, crying. I'll be like, wow, like, thank you so fucking much. <laughs> <laughs> no BS. Um, uh, no, but like for that, I would just, I would just like, I feel like I'm always quick to thank whoever, like I know has like really put their time and effort. So like, like producers I was working with, like my engineer, um, like people who, like make this possible who like literally this wouldn't be happening if it weren't for them um my friends my family like i'd probably and then ended up on the, you know like thank you my mom my dad uh uh and i mean like that's another big thing too like my parents are really supportive um i would definitely take a minute to like highlight that because i feel like i know a lot of like my friends parents who like maybe wouldn't be like as cool with them doing this mm-hmm. um especially like in this like in like our like culture yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, kind of like, and then I mean, like rap obviously has this like has the stigma around it, <clears throat> but like luckily I have the most like supportive parents. So take a minute, shout out the moms, the pops. <laughs> I always got to do that. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Yeah. Hey, man. Look, I'm I'm looking forward to that day where you're on that stage and you are shouting them out for real. Oh yeah, uh, I'm gonna thank you too. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> you know, early early podcaster uh, had me had me on real early. Uh, uh, y'all right now you you lift the homies i appreciate that <laughs> all right Paris. thanks so much for coming on man yeah thanks so much for having me man. all right shout out where the people can find you on uh social uh farce.mp3 uh, is my instagram uh, uh farce on all streaming platforms that's f-a-a-r-i-s uh, some people get that i know it's a little confusing gets for some people but two a's one r uh you can find me everywhere through that i got you Y'all already know what to do. Uh, follow him on social media. Go pre-save a thousand nights coming out this Friday. Man, 
Faris, thanks you so much. Thank you so much for coming on again. Thank you.